You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, the domestic club competitions are wrapping up in a few weeks, but that doesn't mean that action doesn't keep going, specifically when it comes to big star players and where they might play this next season. And Fabrizio Romano is here calling it the Summer of Strikers. Well, we do lead with that, by the way, including Erling Haaland. We also discuss Paul Pogba, Kylian Mbappé, Christian Pulisic, and much, much more Monday mornings with Fabrizio Romano. Begin right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kego Lasso. Kego Lasso pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio Romano, how are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thank you. Always happy to be here and ready, as you mentioned, for these final weeks of domestic leagues and then for the Champions League final. So it's going to be a crazy month, even with, of course, transfer market. Absolutely. Well, you said you were ready. I hope you're ready, Fabrizio Romano. This is a busy, packed episode, of course, and we begin with some... Big news, obviously, per David Ornstein of The Athletic, Erling Haaland and Man City are a done deal, at least from personal agreement situation, confirmation expected this week. And according to sources in Germany, obviously everything is set for the Borussia Dortmund Norwegian star as he looks ahead to join a new club. Uh, Big news, Erling Haaland here, Fabrizio Romano. What can you tell us? Yes, we are at the end of the story. Uh, from what I'm told, it's not completed yet, but it's just a matter of final details. So I think in the coming hours, days, everything will be discussed between Borussia Dortmund and Manchester City to clarify the position on the payment of the clothes, on the contracts and everything. But we are at the end of this story, of this long story with Erling Haaland, uh, we can say, one step away from joining Manchester City. So I repeat, it's just a matter of time and everything will be resolved. But Erling Haaland is ready to say yes to Man City. They are preparing everything for this day. There is something secret going on on the contracts and these kind of things because it will be an important contract with an important salary. Uh, it's not just the payment of the clothes, but many things on player side. So this is why it was taking so long. And of course, because of what happened to, to Minerai, it change the timing of that deal. But now everything is at the final stages. Uh, and so I think it's a really huge one for Manchester City. Let's wait for a few hours, days to have everything clear. But it's just a matter of time. And then Erling Gallant will be new Manchester City player. And as you reported for many months, this was basically the journey and the objective for Manchester City. We knew that they wanted a number nine, of course. We knew that Erling Haaland was going to be closing in on a few clubs and Man City was going to be the leading candidate. As you mentioned, Mino Raiola's passing obviously, you know, was a factor in terms of when this decision was going to happen. And it seems that Erling Haaland and Man City will happen in terms of that because uh, they share the same agency. Because it's the same club, Paul Pogba, we know from your reporting as well that he will leave Manchester United. And obviously there's interest all over. We've talked about his former club, Juventus. We've even talked about Real Madrid, who continue to pursue other stars as well, which we'll talk about in a second. But what's the latest on Paul Pogba? Is Paul Pogba and Man City a possibility? 
So for Man City, what's the situation? First of all, as you mentioned, with Manchester United, they received no communication from Paul Pogba and imagine their contract proposal is still on the table since July 2021. So it's almost one year that they made that proposal and still no answer on Paul Pogba's side. So they feel that it's over with Pogba and that he will leave on a free. Uh, if he doesn't change his mind, this is the plan. And that's why many clubs are exploring this possibility. Uh, Manchester City are among these clubs because they discussed internally of Paul Pogba and they informed people close to Paul Pogba that they wanted to make a proposal. But as of now, still no proposal on Manchester City side. So I was asking people next to Paul Pogba, even today morning, was the situation with Manchester City? And the answer is, we don't have any proposal, any official bid from Manchester City. So we can't accept or refuse anything. At the moment, they know that Manchester City are discussing his name as one of the potential candidates on the midfield. But on Paul Pogba's side, is still nothing advanced, still nothing discussed with Manchester City. So we can say that it's one of the names that they are considering. I can tell you that Manchester City will sign a new midfielder because after this Erling Haaland saga will be over maybe this week uh, then they will focus on a midfielder uh, they love Frankie de Jong for example but we know that Barca want to keep him at least Xavi wants to keep him in the club and so it's going to be an expensive target for Manchester City but also they are following Mateus Nunez from Sporting he's a player they appreciate so there are plenty of, op- of options for, uh, for Manchester City Pogba is a name they really like but at the same point they are not discussing with Pogba so it's not something that we can say this is advanced or ruled out at the moment it's something that is not even discuss it directly between Pogba and Man City. And then for Pogba, Paris Saint-Germain always be interested and they will always be in the list for Pogba because they always had direct contacts with, uh, with his agents and with people next to him. But also, let's see what happens with Juventus. At the moment, we know that they have different kind of priorities, but we know how happy was Pogba in Turin. And so it's always something that he had in his mind. For Real Madrid, I'm told they have different priorities. Tony Rudiger is almost done, and then to have Mbappé deal to be completed. And so at the moment, they are not discussing in an advanced way with, with Paul Pogba. All righty. Well, there's a lot going on with Man City. Just want to quickly stick with Man City because Erling Haaland, also you reporting that Karim Adeyemi means that he's going to Borussia Dortmund. That's pretty much said, right? Yes, yes, yes. Adeyemi will go to Borussia Dortmund. Let me clarify that he is not going to be the replacement of Haaland, from what I'm told. So they mm. want to sign even another striker during the summer, a centre striker with a different experience, because Adeyemi is one of the best talents around, but he's born in 2002, so he's a super young player, and they want to look for another striker this summer. But Adeyemi is a top signing for Borussia Dortmund. Everything has been, has been completed and confirmed by his agent. I spoke with him today morning, and he confirms that the agreement is... Uh, set to be set to be completed. The fee will be around 38 million euros for Red Bull Salzburg. Uh, they have everything agreed with the player, and there will be no release clause in the contract. This is an important point because we saw what happened with Haaland. So they wanted on Borussia Dortmund side to make sure that there was no release clause included. Man United wanted him too, his agent said, but for the player it was only Borussia Dortmund since December. And now for Dortmund, I think it's already an interesting situation because they signed the Yemi, they signed Niklas Schule on a free from Bayern, is a top signing. They signed Schlotterbeck from Freiburg is a very interesting centre-back. So they're already planning for the future without Erling Haaland. Yeah, and to your point, you need more than just one player to really, you know, replicate all the productivity that Erling Haaland gave. So I'm sure another striker, as you said, will be heading towards Borussia Dortmund. Coming back to Manchester City, don't worry, everybody, we'll move on to other clubs, I promise. But Gabriel Jesus, we were talking about, you know, his possible departure. Of course, Pep Guardiola was insistent that Gabriel Jesus, when he left the pitch, this past uh, weekend that, uh, you know, the Man City faithful would give him a standing ovation as well. It seems that, you know, he is leaving and we were talking about him maybe to Arsenal. What's the latest there? 
Yes, I see Gabriel Jesus leaving, as always said. Uh, of course, he had a fantastic uh, month, scoring a lot of goals, but the plan is not changed. He's out of contact in 2023. He wants to feel important for the team. He respects Manchester City and Pep, of course. He knows how important it is to be a Man City player, but at the same point, he wants to be a regular starter. And now with Erling Haaland set to join Man City, it's going to be complicated, even more complicated for him. That's why I see him leaving this summer with many clubs interested. Uh, so from Italy, from Spain, many clubs are inquiring. But Arsenal have his name as top of the list. And I feel they, if they will have Champions League football, they will go for him. He's the top target. They're already in contact with his agent. And so it's still not a direct negotiation between Man City and Arsenal. But he's the priority for Arsenal. He's the striker they want. And so let's keep this deal in mind because I think in the coming weeks is something we will discuss again. Yeah, and I just want to remind everybody, Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus, because Man City are such a machine, one of the most scintillating, influential South American strikers the Premier League has ever seen. Just look at the numbers, by the way. I just want to, in terms of Brazilian talent, my God, the numbers that he's put up in the years to come uh, is amazing. So if Arsenal were to get him, it would be quite a pretty good acquisition. I, I really believe that. All right, well, listen, okay, let's let's move on here then. Because, you know, I wanted to focus on Manchester United now for a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about Kylian Mbappé in a second, but Manchester United about to record their lowest ever points tally in the Premier League. Clearly not good, right? Eric Ten Hag is coming in. Ralph Ranić said that there's already at least something like a number of players that are really top players for this club, but they will probably maybe move on. He's talking six or eight. I don't know. There's going to be a massive change of course and uh, it, sorry it, incoming players to come in he needs about six or eight to come in to really strengthen this squad uh Pau Torres you mentioned of course Manchester United radar what, what else is going on at United and and how how successful can United be in terms of getting Pau Torres he's he's a wanted man by a lot of people yes he's a wanted man because Tottenham wanted him one year ago he was close to join Tottenham then he decided to stay at Villarreal to play Champions League football with Villarreal it was something historical but now Tottenham are still following him. Uh, Chelsea are monitoring him. Let's see now what they will decide to do. But they need centre-backs. Manchester United are discussing his name internally. They need a centre-back. They will sign a centre-back. And Pau Torres is highly rated into the club. But at the same point, it's still no time to decide because it will be up to Eric and Hag. We know how important will be Eric and Hag's opinion on the new signings. And so they will discuss with the Nags with an ag about the signings once he will win the, the Eredivisie. So maybe this week will be important to focus then on my United and new signings. But he's one of the names that Manchester United have in the list. He's a player that is really appreciated. Let's remind that he has released close around 55, 60 million available this summer. And so there are many, many clubs interested in this boy. And I'm sure that his move to Premier League is something that looks likely. So I would say there is a very good percentage to see Pau Torres in, in the Premier League. And of course, for Manchester United, it will be a busy summer. As you mentioned, Ragnik was pretty clear. He said six, eight, maybe nine players to come in the summer. And it's something, I think, realistic because they need players in many positions. They will go for a striker. They will go for a midfielder. They will go for a centre-back. They will go for a full-back, maybe a winger. So they're looking at many, many different targets. There is already a list from Ralph Ragnick of potential players who could be interesting for Manchester United, but it needs to be checked together with Eric Ten Hag. They will take their time to decide about the system, about the approach of the players. So there are many things to discuss internally, but it will be a really busy summer for Manchester United. And any target if they want to go there in the first place, because if Manchester United don't get any European football, that's going to be a massive uh, problem as well. But we'll see how the Eric Ten Hag revolution continues. Great stuff here with Fabrizio Romano on this Monday with Kego Lasso. All right, big news here. 
Kylian Mbappé, let's go. Let's keep going. What's going on there? PSG fans are, are feeling a level of optimism. Real Madrid fans are like, shut up. Why are you being optimistic? He's coming our way. His mother chimes in. What's going on? What's the latest with Kylian Mbappé? Yes, it's a crazy situation. Let me say every every week it sounds different. If you look from Spain or from France, one day he signed the extension with PSG and one day he signed with Real Madrid. So it's one of the most crazy transfers ever, I think. Uh, at the same point, what I'm told uh, from sources is really close to the player. At the moment, as we already clarified last week, nothing signed with any club, nothing agreed with any club. So he has not agreed any contract extension with Paris Saint-Germain, but they improved their proposal to extend the contract. So Paris Saint-Germain already offered him a short-term contract, even for two years, but they want Mbappé to stay. They're offering a crazy salary. So they're discussing about details. And that's why now Mbappé is discussing internally with his family, with his lawyers, about Paris Saint-Germain proposal, but it doesn't mean that he's going to sign. So it's still an open situation. And with Real Madrid, I always have the same feeling when I speak with Real Madrid sources about Kylian Mbappé. They feel relaxed, confident, convinced that Kylian Mbappé will play for Real Madrid next season. But they know that nothing has been signed yet. So that's why it's up to Kylian. This week, there will be new direct contacts between Real Madrid board and his lawyers, his mother, to discuss directly about the contract and the potential image rights that are a key point of this decision for Kylian Mbappé. So there will be new contacts with Real Madrid. Paris Saint-Germain have their proposal on the table and they're waiting. Now it's up to Kylian. We need to wait a bit. The feeling around Real Madrid is really optimistic. The feeling around Paris Saint-Germain is we can do it. We want to try. And we always say that they were going to try till the end of May. And that's the case. Uh, so let's see what happens. But it's now up to Kylian to communicate the decision. And I think we're entering into the final days, weeks, and then we will know. You said image rights are a big deal. Uh, reportedly, Real Madrid wants 50% of that PSG would allow Mbappé to keep 100%. So that's a, a major factor for Kylian I'm Mbappé. Not sure. I'm not sure on Paris Saint-Germain's side because yeah. from my sources, they tell me that it's really close what they're offering, Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain, even on image rights. So this is why... Close between each other. Yes, close between yeah. the two proposals, Real Madrid yeah. and Paris Saint-Germain. So that's why... That's why the situation is really open and that's why Kylian is really tempted by different things. So it will depend on many factors, of course, on money, but not just on money. So I'm really curious to see what happens, but I feel Real Madrid is still too optimistic in a if, positive if, way, I say. Let's play the hypothetical here. If Kylian Mbappé stays with PSG, does that mean like PSG need to, you know, offload some other key star players because of the money that they're offering or does it matter? No, I think it doesn't matter. It's not just about money, but there are some players, like, for example, I think of Mauro Riccardi. Uh, mm. If they want to play some football, they need to go. And this is something that I think it could happen even if Kylian Mbappé is going to Paris Saint-Germain. They will need a strategy on on many young players they have in the team. This is a point they have in Paris these days. I see, like, Xavi Simons and many talented players that are not playing. So they need a strategy, a different strategy on the team to build for the next season. But for sure, it's something that for Paris Saint-Germain would be a problem. They want Kylian Mbappé to stay. Stop. You say Real Madrid are confident, very calm, relaxed, but do they have a plan B if, if this doesn't happen? The answer from Real Madrid is the only plan is Kylian Mbappé. <laughs> that's a big... Uh, all right, that's confident. In case they will right? miss, I will, be, I will be asking again. But at the moment, the only answer I'm getting is our plan is Kylian Mbappé. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Wow. Okay, no plan B. All right. All right. Okay, Real Madrid, I see you. I see you. Okay, well, let's uh, move on here to Serie A. And uh, obviously, Gego Lasso, CBS Sports, uh, U.S. platform. Obviously, Christian Pulisic remains a massive interest. Of course, Tutor Sport were reporting that the Turin Club is interested in the American. How true is this? I was checking a few minutes before entering here live with you, and the answer I'm receiving is, is a player that Juventus are following since a long time, but is not a priority for Juventus. Not Pulisic, but the whole position of a winger. They're looking for something different right now. Their priority is to discuss two key points for Juventus. Alvaro Morata and Moeskin are both on loan to Juventus with an option to buy in the case of Morata from Atletico Madrid and with obligation to buy in the case of Moeskin from Everton. So they want to discuss with both clubs to find a solution because they want, be, they want to pay a bit less than what is decided for these two players. Then they will go for a new midfielder because they need a new midfielder. And so I see Juventus sign a new midfielder in the summer. They need a new centre-back because Giorgio Chiellini will leave and maybe MLS could be an option for him. So Keep an eye on Chiellini because maybe in the coming weeks we can discuss about him joining MLS clubs. He's still thinking with his family what he wants to do, but he's leaving Juventus definitely at the end of the season. And so for Juventus, there are different priorities right now. Left back, they need a left back and Emerson Palmieri from Chelsea could be an option for them. So they're planning for something different at the moment. Pulisic is a player they're following. We know, as we already discussed, that he will discuss with Chelsea now, with new owners uh, and with Thomas Tuchel, of course, what they want to do for next season. What's the plan? The same will happen with Romelu Lukaku. So they want to understand what Chelsea plan before deciding. But for Juventus at the moment, it's not a priority. He's a player they're following, but nothing else at the moment. Speaking of Chelsea, Todd Bowley was there present as Chelsea gave away that victory and the Wolves came back and it went 2-0. So I'm sure the American knows that plenty of work is needed at Stamford Bridge. What do you expect, Fabrizio Romano, this summer with Todd Bowley and his consortium to take care of as they look ahead, as Chelsea looks ahead to try and really revitalize their squad and their new ownership? I think they need to do many and many and many things, honestly, because of course you need new signings as all top clubs. You always need new signings. You always need something fresh, but they need to clarify the situation of many players that are already at Chelsea because players like Mason Mount, they're waiting for a new deal since a long time. And now it's really important for Chelsea to keep them and to give them an important contract and to make sure that they will stay at the club. But same will happen with Golo Kante and Jorginho out of contract in 2023. This will be two key points for Chelsea to decide this summer because they can't wait till the end of next summer or they will have the same problems they had with Rudiger and Christensen. And then Marcos Alonso, he wants to go with Barcelona interested. He wants to go back to Spain and 
so this would be a priority to discuss. Aspiliqueta, he has the contract extended in 2023, but what's the plan with him, with the family? So many things to discuss internally and then to sign because they need to sign at least three, four players this summer. I think for Chelsea, it's really important to replace the centre-backs they're going to lose, Rudiger and Christensen, and then to sign new players, maybe a new midfielder, but they need something new. You don't think Thomas Tuho is in danger, do you? No, I don't. I don't, honestly. I think it, it will be up to new owners, but at the moment I have no no signals or messages about this. So I think Thomas Tuchel is a guarantee of Chelsea for from the past to the present, so it's really important for the club. Yeah, no, and also they would probably need to owe Thomas Tuchel a little bit of gratitude for everything he had to deal with during the sanctioning, of course. Uh, there's a lot going on. All right, let's move on, but let's stay in, because uh, I mentioned Juventus, let's stay in Serie A. Mauricio, I am such a big fan of Rafael Leao. I can't even tell you right now. Like, I, the, the, what I mean, what he did this weekend with AC Milan, setting up Tonali twice, whatever. He gave me shades of Ronaldinho with his dribbling skills. He's got the pace. I mean, I would love to see him and Kylian Mbappé do a 100-meter spin because he is fast as hell, man. Rafael Leao. Are there any clubs interested in him this summer. Obviously, this depends a lot on AC Milan and if they win Scudetto, Champions League, it feels good. But Rafael Leao, surely, it's a hot commodity this summer. First point, I agree with you 100%. I was in Verona. He's incredible. He's incredible. I think in this moment, he's one of the best players, top three in the Serie A, if not yep. the top one in the last few months. But this season, he completely changed the approach he has always been talented, but this season, how hungry he was. It was completely different player. So, really, congrats to Milan because they always trust him since they signed him from Lille. Uh, first season was really complicated and they always trust him when they received some proposal to sell him immediately. Mm. So, about his future, um, it's true that we had some rumors here in Italy about Paris Saint-Germain, Manchester City following him. And for sure, this club are watching Rafael Leao because he's on another level at the moment. But the reality is, from what I'm told, the player is really happy in Milano. He's waiting to understand what happens with the new owners of AC Milan to discuss a new deal because it's kind of a situation like Mason Mount at Chelsea. You know, they're waiting for the new owners because they had a, something promised, like, OK, we'll speak about the new deal, but now it's time to do it. But I'm sure AC Milan want to keep him. I assume that Paolo Maldini will do his best to keep Rafaleo at the club. Because for AC Milan, the feeling around the club is... It's not just this season, but they feel that they can do something important for the future. They want to do something nice in Champions League next season, not just at a group stage. So this is why they know that keeping Rafaleo is too important, and I'm sure they will do their best. But extending the contract would be a really, really important point to avoid problems. And of course, if AC Milan do win Scudetto, that really helps them a lot, of course, with some, you know, uh, maneuvering power, I guess, for the Portuguese. Uh, hey, quick question as well. You know, we talked about you know, how tight this race is. Uh, you know, um, me and Heath Pierce, Fabrizio Romano, we said it from day one, AC Milan, you can do this. It seems that way. Are you, yes. what do you think? AC Milan, can they hold on? I think it's, I think it's Milan Scudetto, this one. Uh, I think as, now they did something special, really, winning with Lazio, winning with Fiorentina, same with Verona. So the most complicated games uh, have been won. And so I think AC Milan are now at the end of this incredible race. And I see, I see them winning and I think they deserved, honestly, because they've been really regular. They found players like Leao, but also Sandro Tonali, something special. What he's doing this season is incredible. It's about the leadership, the goals, the assists. And so I think they deserve this Scudetto and we will see what happens, but I see AC Milan winning, yes. 
and they're closing in or at least, uh, you know, pivoting towards Renato Sanchez as well, you know, so that could be very big news for AC Milan as Fabrizio Romano reported. Before we get into our fun World Cup edition, uh, anything to note, Fabrizio Romano, that you're keeping your eye on? Yes, there is something um, regarding Italian clubs and regarding Inter that is a really important one I wanted to mention mm. because we discussed AC Milan, but for Inter, there is a player that we said about Leao, but another of the best three players in Serie A for sure is Ivan Perisic, the Croatian international. He was in the list at Chelsea in January because Thomas Tuchel is a big fan and they were thinking of him in January, but he decided to stay at Inter. Now he's out of contract with Inter. So in a few weeks, his contract will expire. But then told him in the coming days, there will be a new meeting with the agents of Perisic. So Inter are still optimistic to extend his contract. He wants to continue in Milano, but let's see what happens because I think he's an incredible opportunity on the market. He's doing fantastic as a left winger for Inter. And so it could be a big chance on the market, but Inter feeling is still optimistic to keep Ivan Perisic as well. Yeah, I mean, and he's 33 years old and he continues to deliver. So surely, you know, this next contract would be his last, I guess, yes. uh, in terms of where he stays. So that that would be a big deal. But I see that. I see how Thomas Tuchel likes him, would fit the Chelsea system. But if you're happy at Inter, you're happy at Inter. So there you have it. All right. We're going to finish off here with Fabrizio Romano, part of our World Cup segments. It was great to tell us his top three teams he's going to follow at the World Cup. Well, today, a little bit more interesting. Because the World Cup is in November and not the summer, it's a little bit unconventional uh, in terms of us thinking about how good a player has to deliver in the summer in order to have a good new season. However, because the World Cup is in November, Fabrizio Romano, really, it's now about, are there any players, right? Young players or transitional players that are looking to move clubs or develop in order to try and get to the World Cup for their national team. So today, for Fabrizio Romano, three players most in need of a summer transfer to make it to the World Cup. What do you have for me, Fabrizio? Yes, first one is Artur Melo, Juventus midfielder, uh, because he needs to play regular. And Tito was very clear to him. He told him, you need to play if you want to be at the World Cup. And in January, he was close to make his move to Arsenal. So let's see what happens. Now Arsenal have different priorities. But I think Arthur could be one of the players to watch on the market because he wants to play and he needs. He knows how important it is to play if he wants to be at the World Cup. So remember Arthur Melo because it could be a really interesting opportunity on the market. And let's see what Juventus will decide. But I see him leaving. Then I move to Manchester United uh, with two names. One is Marcus Rashford. It doesn't mean that he has to move, but he needs to clarify his position because he wants to play the World Cup and he knows that he can't continue like this. He needs to be a regular starter, an important player for his club. So he will have a discussion with Eric Ten Hag in the coming weeks. He wants to continue Man United. It's always been his priority, but not this way. He wants to change the situation around him. So if Man United and Eric Ten Hag will be able to guarantee him, okay, he will be a starter, an important player for us, he will be happy to stay. If not, keep an eye on Marcus Rashford because he could be an opportunity on the market and one of the names to watch because he wants to play the World Cup for England and he wants to be a regular starter. So Man United, really important to understand what happens with Rashford and Anthony Martial. I think he has good chances to leave. He's on loan at Sevilla, but he's going back to Manchester United. There is no buy option included into the deal, and the player wants to try a new a new experience. So he's coming back at Man United. Let's see what Eric Ten Hag will decide with him too. But the expectation around the club is if an important proposal will arrive, they are ready to sell Martial in the summer. And so he wants to make it for the World Cup with France. It's a big opportunity for him, but he needs to play. He needs to score goals. And so it's really important this summer for Martial, Rashford, 
and Arthur Melo. I love it. Brazil, first of all, very stacked. Arthur Melo has to do a lot to try and get in there. Unbelievably difficult for him. I love it. Marcus Rashford, well, Jared Bowen, of course, fighting for a spot as well. So Rashford really needs to make sure, as you said, clarify his position for the 2022-2023 season. Anthony Martial, I totally forgot that there was no buy option. Very smart from Munchie. He wanted to see what he wanted to do before he you know, acquired him. And France, again, so loaded as well. So it's going to be interesting. Fabrizio Romano always delivers three great players to watch, to watch if they want to make the World Cup and might need a move this summer. I love it. One somebody that doesn't need a move this summer, just keeps on moving with his transfer information is Fabrizio Romano. Make sure to follow his content on Twitter, Instagram, CBS Sports every week on HQ as well as Paramount+. Plus. Fabrizio, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend, as always, and see you in the coming days. I'm sure it will be a crazy week with many things happening around the market. And so see you soon. Okay, Golas. Just give me good news on Felipe Coutinho and I'll be happy, Fabrizio Romano. So it will be fine. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano in the house. Que Golazo Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Que Golazo CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. We got plenty more to come. It's not a Champions League week, but we got a lot to discuss, including a Coppa Italia preview, a preview in the North London Derby, the weekend preview later on, and so much more. Fabrizio Romano, LME, que golazo. Have a great beginning to your week. See you next time. Till then.